Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Recording? Yep. That's Dr. Stephen Cox. He's the chief exec of a charity called Cardiac Risk in the Young. For over 20 years, the charity has been supporting families affected by a young person who suddenly died because of an undiagnosed heart condition. But how did he get into it? When I was um, 16, I went out to the States to pursue a professional career in tennis, actually, following my father's footsteps. In my third year, I had a mandatory screening as part of all scholarship athletes. And uh, within that, they identified that I had a potentially life-threatening condition and I, I actually lost my scholarship and I had to return to the UK. That story was part of the start of CRY. People read about my story in the papers, I think it was 90. 92, they read about my story and they started contacting us saying they thought their child had died of what I had been identified with. To find out more about free heart screenings for young people, go to testmyheart.org.uk. Hello, can I help you? Hi there, I've come to see my wife, Phil Perverma, and our new daughter. Yeah, come wash your hands, please. Thank you. Hi there, my name's Manish, and this is episode 7 of Expecting, an audio diary of the birth of my wife and I's first ever baby. Technically, though, it's not something we're expecting any longer. No, our firstborn is here. After being 12 days overdue, our daughter was born at 7.30 in the evening on Christmas Day. Yes, really. hearing here is me making a fool out of myself but also my daughter experiencing firsthand her annoying dad i've come back to the scene of the crime the hospital that my wife spent more than 24 grueling hours of labor in and i'm pitching some nicknames to our daughter 
See, what had happened was that I was sent home from hospital, as all partners are expected to do, and in the morning I've returned with one baby name stuck in my head. When I get here, strangely, the same name is stuck in my wife's head too. Raya. Hiya, everybody loves Raymond. Hiya, Raya Nana. Hiya, Rayani Spears. Hiya, Rayonce. Now, if you remember back to the episode about baby names, we actually had a good list for girls' names. Raya was on the list, but probably not at the top of it. But then my brother came up with Rayhan for a boy. So I just thought, well, we've had a girl, so why not Raya? So, world, come and say hi to my daughter, Raya. Mm. Oh, bless you. Bless you. (laughs) It was quite a nice moment to name our baby, but unfortunately it was one of very few nice moments we had in hospital. The day after the birth, remember it's Boxing Day, Philpa was flat out in bed nursing her body after a C-section. She was in agony. On top of that, she's exhausted because she's sharing her room with another new mum. And that newborn doesn't like sleep, apparently. And then there was breastfeeding. Are you hungry? Do you want to try it? You going to try it? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So Philpa isn't exactly pleased to be in hospital. But it was okay, because after a few routine checks, we're due out of here. (sighs) Or so we thought. Those routine tests found some complications. Whilst our daughter was still in Philpa's belly, she pooped. Yep, she did a number two. And there was a worry that she might have inhaled it. Which is dangerous, as you can imagine. It could mean her lungs are affected, it could cause obstruction to her airways, or she could just have an infection. Great. This meant she'd need to be on twice daily doses of antibiotics for seven days. Philpa was already here during Christmas Day, but now she'd be within the confines of these walls until the new year. were Philpa and the baby going to cope in hospital for seven days? Well, first of all, we get our own room. A small but important detail. Then there was something of a routine. Partners could arrive by 11am and had to leave by 8.30pm. So as soon as the doors opened, I would be here. I would try and take over the duties so that Philpa could get some rest, shower up and eat something. Then it was antibiotics time for Rhea. And eventually, visitors would be allowed in during two-hour intervals. It's at this time that our families would get to meet Raya for the very first time. And this was really nice. My mum and dad got to meet their granddaughter, my brother had a new niece, and my granny got to see her great-granddaughter. Likewise, on Philpa's side, all of her family would coordinate with each other of who got to visit us next. But then... 8.30 would roll around quite quickly again. I'd have to collect my things and be on my way, leaving my wife and our newborn baby 
behind. And this was our life for a week, like Groundhog Day. Hello, what's that? Hi, um, room 20, Philpa. Uh, on one of the days that I'd enter Philpa's room, I opened the door and I saw her lying there, hopelessly. She's not sleeping, she doesn't get up, she doesn't move at all, in fact. She just lies there, not even noticing that I've walked in. Her face says it all. She's just sad. What if I don't love her enough? What do you mean? I'm thinking right now, like I think I love her, but I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know if you love her. I think you do. I just like, I don't know. I don't feel as elated. During this time, the midwife tells me that she's a bit concerned about Philpa. She never mentioned postnatal depression, and at the time, it didn't cross my mind one bit. She just told me that she's finding it tough and has been crying a little. Looking back, Philpa definitely had some form of postnatal depression. She isn't alone, though, either. According to the Royal College of Psychiatrists, out of every 100 women, between 10 and 15 suffer from the illness. Sometimes there's an obvious reason for it, but not always. In Philpa's case, it was definitely the staying in hospital that did it. The constant checkups, the lack of sleep, the pain, the noise, the just not being at home. How have you found the last few days emotionally? Because they all talk about, you know, day, I think it's day three is difficult, isn't it? Day three is difficult. And it's been really, really difficult. It's it's not your home. It's, you know what? It's things which are trivial but make a massive impact on you. Mm. I hadn't even realised until yesterday that I hadn't been out, that the last time I'd been actually physically outside was Christmas Eve. And... Yesterday, the midwife suggested I go outside for 10 minutes, just sit on the bench just outside the hospital. And that made a huge difference to my mood. Mm. The sleep deprivation, I think it's really hard. Yesterday, the midwives did an amazing thing and they took Rhea from 11 and they brought her back at half six. And I had a really good sleep last night. In old Philpa world, I would have had a terrible sleep last night. In New Philpa World, I had the most amazing, fantastic, life-changing sleep of my life. Um, I feel like, I don't know, do you think I'm a bit more perky today? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No? And I think it, it's, it's just um, my mood goes down when you're leaving. Because it's like, I, it's like I'm stuck in prison and you're... You know, you've a, you're a visitor and then you come and you're here the whole day. But it's just that at night time when I get... I, I'm a bit scared to be, like, on my own kind of thing. And, you know. Over the next few days, Philpa had it tough. It was broken up by a few things, though. One day, we had a little Hindu ceremony to officially name Raya. Philpa's granny and Raya's great-granny made a makeshift shrine against one of the walls. We had more visitors, a few from the extended family, and then before we knew it, it was New Year's Eve. Before the clock struck 12, we were visited by Philpa's sister, her mum, her aunties. They were all glammed up, hair and nails done, as they went out for a nice meal. Philpa, on the other hand, was wearing pyjamas and flip-flops. 
If she wasn't depressed before, well, she was now. Very weird hospital. We started the year just us two, and now it's us three. Is she awake? Hello? Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, baby! I want to break free. I want to break free. And then, day seven. The day that Philpa and Raya were getting out. You're going home today. I am. A bit in about two, three hours time. Four mm, hours time. Yeah, four or five hours, but that's... By the by. That's nothing, because I'm not spending another night here. And that Now is... we're coming to mess you up. Great. Now, while you were gone, I cultivated a quite a nice sleeping routine for myself, which I'd like not disturbed. How much sleep were you getting? Lots. Undisturbed. Didn't have to share the bed, the blanket, or anything like that. And I certainly didn't have to wake up at 3, 4, 5, 6 a.m. in the morning just to change some poop from any other human being. So you over there, yeah, you, the one sleeping right now, pouting, I definitely ain't wiping your stinking ass in the morning. So if you could hold it into at least 10 a.m., that would be handy. You're just about to be entering into a world of... A world of pain. Mm, yeah, pain. Are you going to do the next seven nights then, seeing as I've done? I've, I've promised you. What did I promise you? After the labour, nine months of nappy changes, nine months of earlies, and I wouldn't watch football for nine months mm-hmm. if you didn't want me to. I regret saying every one of those. <laughs> Are you looking forward to going home? I'm very, 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 very excited. You can't really hear it in my voice because I'm probably also very, very, very tired. But I just, I just can't wait. In true Shawshank Redemption style and unbeknownst to anyone else, she'd been burying a hole in the wall with the hospital cutlery. What made it more impressive was that the knives and forks were plastic. But the hole was finally big enough for her to escape. She waited until everyone was asleep and she began crawling out. She shimmied down the pipes, waded through the sewage, her face smeared with muck and sweat. But there was light, literally light, at the end of the tunnel. She crawled towards it. On a rainy, thunderous day, She fell into a large puddle outside the hospital grounds. She stripped off her gown and stared up into the sky as the rain just poured down on her. Freedom. Actually, it wasn't that dramatic. It was more like me just loading up the car with all the bags and then gently placing Raya in the back seat. And then I simply said, Let's go home, ladies.
Thank you for listening to episode seven. Yes, episode seven of Expecting. It's gone quickly, right? Anyway, it was produced and edited by me, Manish. You can find me on Twitter at manverm. Once again, thank you to the artists that let me play their music on the show too. Gable has the opening credits called "I'm Okay." We also heard Kayla Drew, Ben Sound, and Elvis Herod. Many, many thanks for downloading and giving this a listen. I'd really appreciate a five-star review on iTunes if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Also, a massive thank you to my wife Philpa for letting me take on this project in the first place. And of course, thank you to the star of the series, Raya. I'll leave you with our very first interview together. So, did you have some nice dreams then? Yeah. Really? And then what did you say? No way. And how did that make you feel? Well. No way. And then what did she say? No way. It sounds sounds really. It sounds like a really difficult moment. Don't let me interrupt you, sorry. Now, you don't mind I've been recording this conversation, do you? Okay, thanks. Thank you. All right. Ray of Irma, nice speaking to you. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.